So Jim Clyburn, the congressman from South Carolina, has decided to allow himself to get into the muck and the mire of the bigotry of the Democratic Party and push the divisiveness. It's a shame when people ruin themselves. They don't have to. They choose to for for party and for power over people and what is proper. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. We all know that Joe Biden's speech in Georgia about voting rights was taken exactly as it was intended to be, insulting, degrading, despicable, accusing anybody who disagrees with him of advancing Jim Crow laws, accusing anybody who disagrees with him uh, as as, uh, favoring segregation and being a segregationist. The man's not a unifier. We're not, we're not listening to this. We're not believing him. We know who he is. He has shown it day in and day out. He's not a nice, good, decent guy. He's a bad guy. Duh. We've seen it. Jim Clyburn, who was on the Sunday shows, defended Joe Biden's speech in Atlanta. When he was asked whether he felt Biden's tone was counterproductive, he said absolutely not. Didn't even think that Biden has gone a little too far in talking about Georgia voting laws or Texas voting laws, etc. And he said this is Jim Crow 2.0. That was one of the strongest points of the president's speech that I agree with. So this whole notion, when you walk around and no one has ever discriminated against you because of your skin color, or you have had to worry about having, about having to have your vote counted, you can have those kinds of statements because you're talking to one who knows a different history in this country. And that's exactly what these laws are. Jim Crow 2.0. That is Representative Jim Clyburn saying anybody who disagrees with me is a racist. That's a guy you throw out of Congress, throw him out on his ass. Dick Durbin too. And a whole host of people. How in the world... Are you supposed to trust these people with leadership when everything about them is about debasing the people they claim to lead? It's obscene. It's wrong. No one should raise their children to think that this has any value whatsoever. There is nothing leadership at, the, at this moment from Jim Clyburn. Jim Clyburn is the guy who saved Joe Biden and made Joe Biden. If it wasn't for Jim Clyburn, Joe Biden isn't president of the United States, period. But you don't know when it's a little too far. You don't know when it's a little too much. You don't know when you need to lower the rhetoric. There's a story. Oh, let me see if I can find it. We learned uh, that the LAPD has identified the killer of Brianna Kupfer. Who, who, who's Brianna Kupfer? Uh, a student. Young woman, was she, was she 24? Was she younger? UCLA grad student. She was 24. She was murdered, stabbed to death, inside a furniture store where she worked. She was learning about design. It was a high-end furniture store, and she was, she was stabbed to death. They've now identified the killer. 
They'd offered a reward. Sean Laval Smith, 31, considered armed and dangerous and highly likely to be using public transportation. So Sean Laval Smith is a black man. Therefore, Brianna Kupfer being a white woman, this was a hate crime by a black supremacist. Now, I know people are going to yell at me and scream at me for that. However, I have got a guy up in Wisconsin who murdered eight people with their car, ran over eight people, murdered eight people, all white. He's black. No one talks about it. But if it was the other way around, you would talk about it. You would call it a hate crime. I'm calling it a hate crime. Tony, you don't believe in hate crimes. True, I don't. I believe a crime is a crime. But if these people are going to scream and yell about hate crimes, might as well punch them in the face with their own bigotry. Black man kills a white woman, and it's not a hate crime? What is it? Your move, Jim Clyburn. I mean, we can discuss these things like rational people, or we can go down your road of pure, raw bigotry because you're not capable of engaging the conversation without it. You don't want to engage a conversation because you don't want to recognize that you're wrong about voting rights and a whole host of things, that you don't actually care about the people of, of South Carolina, Jim Clyburn. You would rather that Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib control the voting rights of the people in South Carolina. I don't think that the, the, the people of South Carolina should have their voting rights decided by the senators and members of Congress from Indiana. I don't think that makes any sense whatsoever. And I sure as hell don't want my voting rights decided by a guy as bigoted as Jim Clyburn. And it's not me calling him a bigot. It's him saying it himself. Jim Crow laws, if you disagree with me. There's a woman dead in, in Los Angeles, stabbed in, in broad daylight, basically. You, 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 you tell me what you call it. What do you call it, sir? You know what you would call it if it was the other way around. This is the racial hellscape you want. Or we can recognize it as an awful, horrible crime. But when Jim Clyburn, a prominent Democrat, starts talking in all of this racial insanity, maybe he inspires people to do bad things. Oh, that doesn't happen? That doesn't happen? You can't inspire people to do bad things? Isn't that in the entirety of what the January 6th conversation is? Guys, I can do this all damn day. Not even break a sweat. I can do this. I can do this all day. All day, son. Just telling you the way it is.